listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday afternoon, and I'm really excited to welcome back on the program fitness coach Nathan Solier. Nathan, it's great to see you again. How are you doing? Hi, everybody. How are you? Yes, and you can also see and hear Nathan on our Facebook page. So do go there right now. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio Three is the page to go to, and we've got a, a fun topic for you all today. We're talking a little bit more about fitness trends. Uh, well, looking back at some of the fitness trends that we've seen this year, it's been a bit of an unprecedented year. So perhaps Nathan, over to you. What sorts of fitness trends have you seen on the rise uh, this year? Yeah, and you've nailed it on the head. It has been a bit of a, a curveball for everyone, hasn't it? So one of those things that um, you know we talked at the beginning of the year about fitness trends. What we saw as a fitness trends for for 2020, and you know some of those have sort of come to fruition, and some of those have sort of fall by the wayside. But I think uh, a big part that's really come through is uh, is fitness technology, and <clears throat> you know there is a number of different you know. I know Peloton, for example, who is the uh, the online cycling uh, fitness provider. Their their sales and their their stocks have gone through the roof because of all what's been going on. So one of those things that I've noticed is that a lot more online stuff has come to prevalent. One of the things that I've seen, and we've been running it, is we've been running online live online classes, and we're getting people always inquiring about, you know, how we can get more people on, how can I take this to my house? And I think that will become more and more trendy as, you know, people are not willing to venture into a, uh, into a fitness center. But in saying that, though, is, is that there are still a lot of people wanting to exercise face-to-face. And one of those things that we found, especially with my business, and I found this across the board, is, is that people to do home visits, going to actually visit people in their own home. And so that way there was a certain level of feeling comfortable having just the trainer and themselves in the house and training as opposed to, you know, venturing to a fitness center and, and training with other people in the, you know, in the, uh, you know, in the room. So that, that's been massive. And, and I don't think talking to a number of, of colleagues and a number of associates and a number of friends who are also in the industry when we all shut down for the last 14 weeks, we had to we had to swerve and pivot. And swerving and pivoting was where we, you know, where where it was much easier to do for freelance personal trainers because they could easily just go to someone's house. So it was very um, it, it started a boom. And um, you know, over this period of time, I I also did the same, and, and I visited people's in their houses and so forth, and. Uh, and that really did make a massive difference. And, you know, just some of the stories that I had, you know, I had one lady, you know, she was like, uh, she was eight kilos overweight, you know, before COVID. And she just took on, look, we'll just train in my house, you know, in an, you know, and in this short space of time, she's looking amazing now, you know, because where everyone else was like, oh, no, I'll just wait until the gyms open up again. We were still training together. And so, you know, she really got great results because it was really because she was being consistent over that period of time. Exactly. Because I think a lot of the times, well, especially during the pandemic, people maybe got a bit complacent and, and comfort ate and just didn't bother going to, the, well, the gyms were shut and they thought, oh, let's put the, this health and fitness sort of in the back burner. But of course, it just piles on, that the weight piles on. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then of course you know the mental well-being uh, that goes along with that as well as as you know people have been going through you know through you know what I heard the other day which which made me which which made me agree was as uh, Michelle Obama says you know I think everyone has gone through a certain level of low-grade depression over this period of time because it's so unprecedented right and we've had we we've got very little control over what we can and cannot do and not having contact with people it's it's um you know i, I now made me realize a lot that we are social creatures and we do need that that touch and that that um, you know, that intimacy that with, with other loved ones. Absolutely. Um, Nathan, one other trend that I remember you talk about, maybe not quite at the beginning of the year, but uh, definitely something that you've talked about during the pandemic is that um, exercise is medicine, um, perhaps even more so on trend now because of the pandemic. I think people are, are thinking more so, um, you know, it's not about yeah. taking medicine when you're sick. It's about sort of prevention is better than cure. Yeah, and we all know that when we do move, we actually stay healthier. So I've noticed a lot more people on the tracks out in the, um, you know, uh, you know, out in the, you know, out in the, uh, the, you know, outside. And and yes, exactly it. You know, is is like you know trying to get into that peak state. And one of those ways of being able to get into that peak state is getting your heart rate up, is getting that, you know, getting that sweat on, and so. You, we now look at you know exercise not as a form of aesthetics, but now people are starting to look at it as a form as health and preventative ways of of being able to fight off disease and colds and so forth. You know, I I've been sick for the last couple of days, and oh, we went on a staycation that. over the weekend. Yeah, but you know, it's been sort of coming on over and over and over, and I've kept it at bay, kept it at bay, kept it at bay, and then I finally went on holiday, and then it just overwhelmed me. But where I'm going with the story is, is that you know, being able to know what I can do to be able to get myself back on track again, like getting more sleep, getting a low grade level of of exercise into my body, eating healthily, drinking a lot more water, so it detoxifies my body. Uh, and you know, getting myself into what I, you know, what I said is a, a peak state, or just getting those happy feelings going. Because, you know, if you laugh, that also gets, um, you know, the the the, 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 the endorphins going. Oh, it also starts to build on your immune system. So, <clears throat> I think now I've seen a lot more people taking their health more seriously by doing more exercise and it doesn't have to be a lot it could be just a simple walk it could be a simple walk in fresh air and in, in uh you know in in sunshine so you know i think one of those trends for this year has definitely been rather than fitness to do aesthetics but fitness to 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 boost our health and our immunity yeah out of curiosity um nathan you know in in the fitness circle are people talking about supplements because uh, you know back in the 90s and the you know 20 uh, um, early 2000 people were often talking about you know boost up your vitamin c your zinc and all those sort of things is it still being talked about now are we as people still talking about um, sort of supplementing our diet or, or eating real foods? It seems to be that the trend now. That's a really good suggestion because I think a lot more people are taking on, especially when they go to the doctors, because, you know, the doctors will give them some sort of um, a synthetic drug or, or some pharmaceutical drug. But what they're also doing, and I've noticed this as well, and I, I, I 
you know, I've trained a number of doctors over the years and I'll, and I'll mention one, one doctor who also said to me, is like, you know, um, you know, giving zinc, zinc is a really yes. good uh, immune boost booster. Vitamin C is also a, a great supplement to take. Um, <clears throat> vitamin B is also great to be able to do to, and, and omega-3 oils are also but, you know, with those as well, I always say to people is, is like, you know, if you do know you have a condition and you do um, want to try supplements, making sure that you get, um, you know, you get, you know, the approval from, from, first of all, you get approval from your doctor. Because you don't want to secondly, overdo it, right? A lot yeah, of times, right. Yeah. Sorry, go on, Nathan. And, and the other thing is, is making sure that um, they're good quality supplements, right? So... You know, going on to uh, going on to Google and or, or going on to a trusted review, um, you know, review panel that that can give you advice on what good quality vitamin C, what good quality vitamin C, what good quality vitamin B. You know, things that you know that that the doctors and and your medical practice have been recommending that you have, or your your fitness training recommend you have, is look for the best quality supplements, ones that are not going to be packed with fillers. They're going to be you know, they're going to be from a, a, a either an organic or a, um, uh, a a natural source because not all vitamins are made from natural source. Some vitamins are actually synthetically made as well. Mm. So you've just got to be very wary with supplements that you're taking the right stuff. But I agree, you know, supplements now is probably more important than ever. And and I've always said before is is that the the, the food that you eat is your medicine first. And once you've got that foundation, then you can go for the supplements on top of that. But don't sacrifice your food just because you want to have more supplements. Absolutely. Um, I, I don't know if this is a trend or sort of a sign of the times, but virtual trainers come to mind. And especially with gym closures, I mean, Nathan, you, you have pioneered and you, you, along with other people in the industry, have, uh, have also pioneered in this uh, here in Hong Kong. And it's having virtual classes because people couldn't yeah. go to the gyms. Yeah, well, you know, virtual classes has been is has been um, tapped into over the last few years by places like Fitness First, where they're actually doing um, virtual classes where they have a um, on a screen they'll have the trainer and the trainer will be in another country. Wow! And so that they've been doing this for a long time. And this is different from YouTube videos where you know people watch a pre-recorded video of someone doing a workout. A virtual trainer is somebody doing it in real time um, with you. Correct. Okay. Yeah, and and that's why you know that's why we've moved towards that space now too. Is is that you know we we we've got now an an actual designated Zoom room where we have a TV set up and we've got the, the video camera in the room and, and it's it's set up in a way that I can actually see the people on the other side of the screen. They can also see me and I can actually coach them real time by, you know, oh, your back is too, you know, too rounded over, flatten your back out a little bit, head up a little bit, make sure you, you can keep giving them that feedback real time. But I have seen a lot of, a lot of people going towards YouTube videos and and I've seen ones like um, uh, you know um, Joe Wicks. Um, there is a a, a girl and I forgot her name. Just off to my yoga, a yoga instructor that has taken you know the the yoga world by storm by just you know she's got twenty minute videos, thirty minute videos, 
And, you know, the other day I ran into a couple of friends of my, of my son and they had dropped like, you know, 10, 10, 12 kilos. I said, what have you been doing? They said, you know, we've been exercising, you know, using online programs. And, you know, it, it's, it's, we're starting to go towards this now because first of all, it's safer you know, because you're not being exposed to others. And second of all, it saves a whole lot of time. You know, you don't have to travel to, you know, the, the, the gym anymore and, and, and come back again. And you, 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 and those people who are working from home can literally get out from their session and go sit down at the desk and go straight to work. That's true. And in, in a busy place like Hong Kong, it does, you know, where time is money, people save a lot of time and effort. But it's still nice to have that sort of human touch and be able to talk to your trainer. So, oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and, and also be wary. I'm worried AIs will take the jobs of physical trainers. <laughs> I don't, it's a really hard one. I don't know if they would. I mean, that's the big thing. You know, people, one thing that I got really clear on was, is that not everyone is going to go online. People do like a face-to-face interaction, which is why um, the, what, which is why the home visits work really well for us this year. Yeah. And I know this right across Hong Kong is, is that there was a lot of people training in parks because, you know, they, of course, they didn't have a gym or they didn't have the space in their house and they would go down to the parks and they would train with their trainer. And that was probably even safer because, you know, you're outdoors, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, this two, you know, you can have the two meter. It's very easy to do the one and a half meter distancing and you're not having, you know, an enclosed space. Yeah, absolutely. Right, Nathan. And finally, what's one last trend that you've witnessed at uh, the rise of this last trend uh, in the year 2020? Oh, okay. So the year 20, you know what I'm, I'm seeing and because of, um, and if it continues on, which I see it coming on is because people are having to lock down in their house or in their hotels, I'm seeing a lot more hotels getting bespoken, customized workouts and training for those two weeks that people are in house. Really? Wow. Yeah. So yeah. in what way? So if you check into a hotel to do your quarantine, you can speak to yeah. the front desk and say, I want to I wanna do some fitness programs in my two-week stay. That's right. So, you know, I sign in the thing and here's your, here's your, um, your two-week training program. You can sign up. It's a, it's a you know, it's, it's a, a studio nearby. In fact, we've just started it with, with, uh, with one of the hotels. And because they're just across the road, what we've done is set up TRX classes so we can del- deliver a TRX to them. We can, we've also started to talk to the chef. The chef is also creating their own, their own online, uh, uh, their own um, uh, health, healthy. Yeah, the healthy options. meals over wow. the next two weeks. Yeah. So, you know, th- this space is going to, I think this is going to grow. And I think especially with hotels really struggling to uh, bring in customers, they're wanting to be able to, to get the customer to, you know, to, to do more in-house so that way they can keep them on premises for longer. Wow. Actually, I, I, I believe that. It depends how you use your time in quarantine. I think there's a quarantine support group in Hong Kong on Facebook, a very famous one. I think someone posted about three weeks ago how they managed to lose 10 pounds in two weeks. Managed to He managed to clear his diary, replied to all his clients and, and everything, and he managed to lose 10 pounds, and he can't wait to get out of quarantine. A, a new him. So maybe it's not such a bad thing to be in quarantine here in Hong Kong after all. 
Well, I think, you know, those people really make the best of a bad situation, don't they? So I think, you know, there are people out there that are 